This episode is brought to you by Raisins. They're like grapes, but fucking better. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dirty Dirty Show, where we talk about things you shouldn't say around your mom. I'm your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is Abby, Daniel, and Garrett. Today, we're going to be talking about um, dreams and nightmares. So hold on to your dookie. It's about to get spooky. I love that before you said it, your chair went. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shout out to voice actor John DiMaggio, who plays Bender and Jake the Dog and a bunch of other ones. I do recommend checking him out. Mr. DiMaggio, if you let him, he'll suck your dick. Please. For free. Like dead ass. If, if, if John DiMaggio listens to this podcast. I will fangirl. Like, full blown. What if fangirl. he fangirls over our podcast? Maybe him and I will fangirl together. Don't worry, ladies. Chris is over here, like, speaking of dreams. Maybe you'll suck each other's dick. Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. So, going into dreams. Everybody has had very fucked up dreams. Sure. Right? No. Yeah, I used to have, like, night terrors when I was little. Me well, too. I still have night terrors. Okay. Well,. I had one recurring dream as a child. You did too? We'll get into it. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, well, we will get into all of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> I had to start a dream journal because of this dream that, that happened. I actually told Abby about it that she basically was like you know what you need to write a dream journal down on this because i I really think you should analyze your dreams i said it with better grammar than that but it's fine go ahead (laughs) you really need to do a dream journal about this (laughs) anyways abby this is what it goes everybody ready this is what it goes this is what it goes yeah go ahead all right i was talking to dad at their house it was dark outside there were still trees on the property. So give you a little bit of background. My parents took all the trees down, you know, right before I, I left and all that stuff. But there were still trees on their property. Um, I saw a figure crouching with his hands on the ground on the inside of his legs. His knees were taller than his shoulders. So if you could imagine, his knees were actually above his shoulders while he was uh, crouched down. I asked dad what that was, and he brushed it off, nonchalantly saying, oh, it's okay. I got really angry and walked over to the creature. As I approached him, I saw his whole body was blue, and his eyes were large and resembled a lemur's. He he stood up and towered over me. His face was emotionless as his eyes stared at me. I felt fear. I went to speak, but couldn't. I pushed through and screamed, get off my property. He just stared at me. I then said, get the fuck off my property. I screamed louder as my fear became a deep aggression. Hatred and anger took over as he turned and ran. Yes, I know. Well aware that is a run on sentence. I chased him repeatedly screaming, get off my property. He was faster than a human. I chased him around the woods till I ended up at my parents' old carport, but it wasn't their carport. It was transformed into a greenhouse. Shout out to the last episode, Kurt Cobain. I opened the door, still full <laughs> of anger. I saw nothing. 
Then I shined my flashlight into the black void and saw 50 or more, all different sizes, some squatting, some standing, but they all were staring at me, emotionless. I woke up from the deranged nightmare and the blue lemur people still haunt me since that night. Can I like, are you fucking Steven Spielberg? <laughs> I don't know, but that is dead ass accurate dream. Yo, you wrote that so well. Why don't you speak like you write? Yeah, why do you speak like that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I think you talk pretty good. Oh, thank you, buddy. I think you talk real pretty like. <laughs> so, yeah. And in, in to this day, the, the blue lemur people do actually haunt me. They they do they do freak me out. Um, because of that dream, I am actually, honest to God, afraid of lemurs. So just out of curiosity, when we go to Vegas together sometime in the future, do you want to go see the blue man group? I have no problem seeing the blue man group <laughs> okay. as long as they don't have fucking eyes like lemurs do. Yeah, also, he, to put it in per, it. to perspective, Chris is like six feet tall. So the fact that that thing stood up and it was so much taller than it you. It was fucking towering over the, you. The, and I still remember <clears throat> the dream to this day. And, and I'm glad that, Abby, I, I do give you props. Thanks for actually telling me to write it down. But there are still some things that I remember where when he stood up, it wasn't a fast motion. It was a slow rise. Like towering. Like, like, like he, like I started... Facing down, looking at him. like a bitch. What did you say? Whoa. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I I stared at him and watched him slowly stand up. And and my eyes and head just rotated and and, and kept looking up. So, like like Abby said, I am six foot tall. This thing was staring down at me. Like a tree. Like a tree. Emotionless. Did not not give out. Like it it was looking through you. So, you're, you're saying, like... Eight plus feet tall. Yeah. Huge fucking emotionless <laughs> of black eyes. No pupil or nothing. Just looking at you. Yes. Imagine that. Like imagine the eyes of a lemur and a blue humanoid person slowly standing up and looking at you. Um, I get goosebumps still. I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> are you sure that you don't do drugs? <laughs> I'm 100% positive I don't do I drugs. I wish he did drugs. I don't. I, I really don't. I've done drugs that haven't <laughs> fucked me up like that. <laughs> and like, oh, man. I think another thing that, that I remember too about it is, you know, going into this where I said that, you know, I didn't see anything and then I flashed my flashlight and I saw all of them. I like... I remember panning the the carport, which was like turned into a greenhouse, and I just saw them, and they were all staring at me. Like I said, some were squatted like him uh. when I first came up. Some were standing there, but they weren't turned and looking at each other and looked at me. No. When I opened the door and panned my flashlight, that's what I saw. They were all focused on me, but like him, he was just seeing, like you said, through me. Like, like there was no emotion. There was nothing there. I was about to say, like, you didn't even exist to them. They were just like, okay. Like, they heard a, a noise, and they were yeah, like, they were like yeah. oh, I well, wonder what that was. Yeah, let's go back a little bit. Uh, Mr. DiMaggio, instead of uh, giving a shout-out to your boy on our Dirty Dirty show. Um, let's create something. <laughs> I know you're just a voice actor right now. How'd you like to produce a fucking freak show? <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn, bro. Steven Tim, Spielberg. Tim Burton, come here. <laughs> yeah, Tim... Tim Burton, Steven Spielberg. Yo, so many people, Stephen King, so many people could run with that idea so far. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and when I said I was angry, I was 
just full-blown aggression, just screaming at the top of my lungs at this thing, get the fuck off my property, get off my property. You know, I was, for some reason, it it made me so angry that my dad was like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know, it's, it's something, whatever. And I'm like, no, what the fuck is that? Why the fuck is it here? I don't want it anywhere near the property. I don't want it near my parents. What the fuck is this? And, and the aggression built up so much that when I woke up, I was physically angry. Like I was ready to find a lemur and just start beating the shit out of it. Maybe, maybe the dream is you conquering your own emotions. Maybe the blue lemur people are you and your emotions. Abby, do you want to go into detail about that one? Uh, Garrett's got it. I think he's pretty much on the same page as me. That's where you're at, too? I mean, this was, this was at the same time as your divorce, wasn't it? No. No. So, listen. He told us this story as Tushy King when we used to go there all the fucking time, like every week. Every Friday night. Okay. And <laughs> we're sitting at this table, and he's, like, vividly describing this because he had just had this dream. I don't remember if it was the night before. I think it was just that week he had had that dream. Right. So, it was still so fresh in his brain. And so, I was, like... I overanalyze dreams, I think, but like it's just fun for me to think about. I don't about, think you can overanalyze dreams. Like, cause they could mean nothing. They could mean everything. You don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But I was telling him that it could mean so many different things. Like, yeah. like there's just so many. Like it makes him so mad in that dream because there was things in his life that were making him so mad that he had no control over. And when he thought it was just one thing making him mad, and he went down to that carport greenhouse thing and found out that there was so many looking right at him but right through him like they didn't matter at the same time is fucking crazy i find it odd because you guys asked me before we started if i'd ever heard the story and the answer is no i've never heard that that dream um i find it odd that i responded with that and abby had already said it in the past i think maybe we're on to something did you do any sort of research on like dream analysis or anything after that dream or have you since at all? No. Um, so when we were going over it at SK, it, it definitely made a hundred percent, you know, per, you know, accurate. Sense. Yeah. It made sense because I was picking it apart completely. Yeah, Abby was picking it apart, but during that time it wasn't during my divorce, but it was afterwards. It was the after That's what I'm saying. And it like, was, wasn't it like pretty, it, there was soon after. Wasn't yeah. It? There was things going on that were, that were making me angry in, in real life that I wasn't showing because I was, I was not trying to go down that path. And I, I, I do believe that Abby was right and said that, you know, that it has something to do with that. I think it was a lot of things. Like I already picked it apart to you, but I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but you were saying when af- after the divorce was final and stuff that you felt like you were already like you had missed the milestone for getting married and all your friends were already either settled in or hadn't been married yet. And now you have a divorce like it's just extra baggage for you that you have to carry around now and you feel like you weren't appeal like you weren't appealing to other candidates now because of what you've already been through yeah so i felt like that was like really heavy on your mind when you were sleeping and and one of probably the other things too was you know like you said with you know people are now just getting married or having a kid or something like that and i have a divorce under my belt is that now if i go out and try to date somebody it's gonna come up and and it's one of those things where i I have no problem talking about it. I'm very open about it, obviously, coming from, you know, a couple episodes ago. But 
it's still something that sits in the back of my mind that like, fuck, if I really like this girl, it's going to come up and we're going to have to talk about it. And, and hopefully I, I worry about a lot of other things and, and what other people think. So hopefully she doesn't find me less attractive, less because attractive of because of that. And it doesn't plant a seed in her head that you're going to be like this monster or whatever yeah. because of something that you've already dealt with. Yeah. So anybody who likes you that much though, and who does start analyzing you as a person to that extent at that point in time, I would assume that they're going to meet other people who can justify or who can kind of clear up the fact that you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. And that you really did do anything at minus Abby. <laughs> you really did do anything and everything you could within your own power without, you know, completely overextending yourself. Cause obviously a, a marriage is 50, 50 shot, you know, like effort from you, effort from me. I can't, you know, I'll make up a little bit here and there on, on the days that you can't put up the, the entire 50. But prolonged but, periods of yeah, time. Yeah, for yes. prolonged periods of time when you're putting up 85, 90, 95, that shit breaks your back over time. So anybody who, you know, is there to hear about kind of where you were at with it, those are the people that are going to not give a fuck. Those yeah. are the candidates, as Abby said. Which I feel like this time in your life is where a lot of these dreams came from in your dream journal. Yeah. I feel like Sharkboy and Lava Girl every time we say dream journal, but <laughs> like I feel like so all of them have the same kind of basis feelings behind them, but it's you dealing with them in separate ways. So like once you start talking about the other dreams, it's going to make sense how like this one was anger and this one is whatever, like right. it all and, comes together. And I will say now, I only have a few in here because I... I really don't have any of these vivid dreams anymore. And you lost so, it for like three months. I think <laughs> I think the reason I don't remember a lot of my dreams is because through my day to day, I don't. I just carry this nonchalantness. I just don't give a fuck about a lot of things. Like during the time that I was angry, I probably still didn't have a whole lot of dreams. But that, that's because I was drinking myself to sleep, mm -hmm. and so kind of puts up that block, you know. But had I just gone through everything and you know just kind of went through it and i probably would have had those dreams because referring back to the dreams that i had when i was a kid those were very very vivid the, the one recurring one was the one that really sticks out to me but i'll let you finish up first wow i got a, i got a couple more in here too that we can dive into and then we can start talking about reoccurring dreams because abby i think you have one as well a reoccurring? Yeah, I can't remember it very much, but go ahead. Okay. Um, but we're definitely hit on yours when we're done. Mine's freaky so, as fuck. <clears throat> I definitely remember mine. So, <laughs> so this one actually scared me. This is a, this is another one that happened. This is this happened while I was at a hotel down in Swanee, Georgia for, for classes. So <clears throat> I was on a boat headed to oh hang on, I got it's it's a small book, so <laughs> they also turned the light off. I feel like maybe turning the light off wasn't a great idea. Nah, I got this. It's just it, it gives you ambiance. We got just just yeah. enjoy the ambiance. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I was on a boat headed to a park on on an island, but you could still get to it by walking down a rock jetty. I told the boat operator that I'm getting off here. He told me that there was a place to dock at the end, but I said, Nah, I nah, I'm fine. Thanks though. And hopped onto the rock jetties. I had to climb up huge rocks that felt like an eternity. 
I got to the top and saw two women. One was younger and the other was older. They were both protesting something for uh, protesting something for their radical church. The older lady asked me a question, but I didn't answer her. She was skinny, very witch-like. However, seemed hippie like vegan with outrageously long manicured nails. And when I mean long, I'm talking long, like not just, oh, you know, your normal going to the nail salon. Like you're I'm, talking like four or five inch long I, or like. Yeah, like, like six inches long. Um, so like actual claws, uh, like actually, yeah. Wolverine claws or Freddy Krueger claws. Yes. Huh. Um, Freddy Krueger makes another appearance in a podcast. Yeah. So. I'm not dreams. <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> in a dark room so back back to the dream uh as i left them i walked to the edge of the rock jetty to see the girl i was meeting to hang out with doing a model photo shoot surrounded by a fascist neo-nazi protest <laughs> i turned around and walked away not wanting to see her or deal with whatever was happening below so i was on top and i was actually looking down so I could see like the pro the the neo Nazi protests, and I could see her doing a photo shoot, and and, and I was confused. I was really fucking confused. What I was like, "What the, the fuck? fuck?" Um, my gears are already turning. <laughs> as I was walking away, the old lady from before grabbed my arm. I pulled and said, "Don't touch me." She didn't release. I yanked again, breaking free, yelling again. Don't touch me louder than before. I turned to walk away and I felt her nails go into my sides. I woke up and then this is when I woke up. So it'd be, I woke up as soon as that happened and my sides felt like someone took three or four singular uh, needles spaced finger length apart and poked them into my sides in the same spots as the older lady's nails. Basically, I felt like someone took it and went like that. And just and just scratched. Like it came into real life. Yeah, like like and when I and I woke up in a cold sweat because I was freaking out. I was like, like I I, I actually had a panic attack. Because did you have any marks on your body? No. So it might. So it's probably just like a like a like a sight pain. It's not like you didn't actually have pain. The dream just made you think you did. It, there was physical burning pain, and it and it and it lasted. Like you don't you don't out. think that it was. Uh, like a kind of like a state state of psychosis. No, no, not at all. Like actual pain. It was actual pain. There was no psychosis there. I I woke up and was and was, you know, it's freaky shit. Uh, aware of all my surroundings, and was in a in, and started going into a panic attack because it wasn't like you know, pain and then gone. It was pain and it stayed. Huh. So I just. I just stayed in, like I said, a panic attack, and and I was I, I woke up in a hotel room in the pitch black dark at like three in the morning in a place that you weren't familiar and with. weren't familiar with, and was freaking out, and I could not go back to sleep. I was so afraid to go sleep, go back to sleep because I was afraid that was going to happen again. And I that is the only time that I've ever actually had a dream become real. And I tried, I tried everything to, to debunk it, you know, say, oh, you know, you know, maybe like you said, it was psychosis or maybe I did it myself, but y'all know me, I bite my nails. So I don't have nails to be able to actually physically take and scratch. So and even then it would have left a mark. Yeah, exactly. Left a mark. Exactly. 
Secretly, it was just the hotel maid in there fucking with you. She's like, oh. Mm. Well, not to ruin any insight on a future episode, but they say that the most paranormal activities happen between 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Well, I've been in that hotel before, and I've never had a paranormal <clears throat> activity there. So, and I've... I've paranormal s- experience? <laughs> stick to the same, writing in the journal. Same thing. <laughs> Woo! Right. Anyways. Yeah, I'll, I'll just stick to, to writing in the Can journal. Can I pick it apart real quick yeah, before we move on? <clears throat> okay. Not a lot, just some. So, my initial thought when you told me this one was that I couldn't explain you getting on the boat and why it was on an island and whatever, but you, like, coming over it and looking down on situations and seeing an obstacle you couldn't get over to something that you really wanted to be a part of. <clears throat> like, that girl being, like, randomly modeling and acting like nothing was happening while all the <laughs> shit was going around, on around her was, like, you needing to get over something that you really wanted no fucking thing to do with at all, like... To something you really wanted to get to. So instead you turned around and that bitch was like, hey, you need to be here. You need to go down there and like figure this out. And you were like, nah. And you woke the fuck up and she was like, all right, think about this. And she let you know that when you woke up, you're still going to be thinking about it because you should have went down there and you didn't. You went home. I'm I'm sorry, but but looking down there and seeing a smoking hot model and then a neo-Nazi protest... It sounds fucked up, but that's no. how, that's how life is, though. Like, it's something that you really don't want to fucking do, but you got to do it to get where you want to go. Like, that's true. That that is that is true words from Abby. Because um, right now you're still single by yourself. So. Sorry to put you out like that, but like you haven't put yourself out there either because you're scared of neo Nazis. So, <laughs> I can understand. I guess is that why he's still single. Because I'm deathly yes. afraid of neo-Nazis. <laughs> and lemur people. And lemur people. Well, I'll tell you what. Neo-Nazis would not stop me from getting to <clears throat> Nina Agdahl. Who? Google it. Okay, I'll Google it later. <clears throat> Nina Agdahl. Shout out. Mwah. Oh, my. All right. So, this one that I'm going to go and do, um, I'm going to change names <laughs> in it so that Sorry. so that people don't. No, these people. So, is the name Garrett in it? There is Garrett in it. <gasps> you don't have to change my name. I'm excited. Uh, it's not you, Garrett. It's another Garrett. Oh, well. So, oh, well, I'll pretend it's me. It's Garricka. Okay. <laughs> Bring it back to the last episode. Thank you. All right. So, this one's a very short one, and it's not as I'm going to butcher this. Goodly written mm. as the other ones. It's not are. as well written. Thank you. Continue. <laughs> I didn't see a problem with it. I, <laughs> I promise you, I, I do write better than I talk. Big country strikes again. <laughs> he writes a whole lot gooder than he speaks, I promise. All right. So this one, this one's very short, but I owned a huge old house, and Brian, Keith, Megan, me, and Annabelle live there. Annabelle and Brian were broken up, and she was still being a bitch. There was two other people there. They were dr- they were dancers from King's Dominion. So basically, uh, this dream was done during Winterfest at King's Dominion. Just kind of give you a little bit of that backstory. Uh, the the one guy he was gay, and the girl she was beautiful. All right, <laughs> Brian. Odd place to pause, but I had to. I had to Brian, <laughs> <laughs> Brian yanked me around by my boxers 
to go talk to her. Basically, like grabbing, grabbing me from my my box. Like waistband. Just, yeah, they just grab me by your waistband yeah. and tugging you along. And out of all the pain, I introduced myself and said hi. And I introduced myself and she said hi. I'm Simon. Then hugged me and kissed me on the cheek. Then I woke up. Simon. Simon. Like per Simon. So I don't know what that one has anything to do with. I think maybe it was because, you know, one of the dancers, she was, she was, she was very beautiful. It was a very beautiful girl. So I don't know if maybe that was fresh in my mind, you know, when I fell asleep, but I don't know. I'd like to just ask again, are you sure you don't do drugs? A hundred percent. Cause some of these get a little weird. Intimate. All right. I, um, I just don't I don't have any dreams that I remember you always have dreams whether always you remember or not or not you always dream every night you go to sleep you, you dream what affects your ability to remember or not it's just how your brain works I haven't taken psych classes in so long so I really couldn't tell you so like is it possible that I don't sleep because I'm having dreams that affect my sleep, sleep that I don't in, remember sleep is in stages and you don't dream until a certain stage. So if you never get to that stage, then you're not dreaming. Oh, well, that's why I don't fucking have dreams then. Because I don't sleep. Allegedly. I don't have my degree. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish college. Did you go to college? Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh. All right. She real smart. She's not. <laughs> she just used government money and then she's smart. Glasses she's she smart and pretty. Abby, I think you're lovely. Thanks. I'm I'm pulling up a couple other ones that I've saved. I saved. Dream was? Well, I think I started saving. When you start saving them, I start saving them too. Well, do we want to get into recurring dreams real quick and then we'll kind of come back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go on that. All right. Abby? Me? Okay. Um, (laughs) Ladies first. So I don't really remember mine all too much because I haven't had it. I think I've been struggling with a lot of things since I've gotten older that are different than what I was struggling with when I was younger, mm-hmm. as people do. Yep. But, like, I don't deal with it as well as I used to. So, my reoccurring dream hasn't come back to me in a while, but I used to get it, like, every year, every, like, couple months or whatever. And the only thing I can remember is being, like, it was a house in the middle of a field, and I remember going by it, and I remember people being there and me talking and having the same conversations over and over with the same people. Even though it was, like, years and years apart, I was always the same age, and I wasn't young. Huh. But I wasn't old. But, like, I feel like I haven't gotten to the age that I felt in that dream yet. And, like, part of me is scared that that's, like, me in heaven, I'm going to die, like, not old. (laughs) But, like, I've driven past the house before in real life. But I can't tell you where it is. I don't know. But I've driven past it so many times. Huh. Like, it's weird. Like, I get the feeling when I'm going past it, I'm like, that's the fucking house. But I, ne- I always say it in the same spot, but I never remember where it is. Like, it could be in Louisa or it could be in Beaverdam. Like, I don't fucking remember. But I know when I pass it, I'm like, that's that's the house. So I don't know if that I kind of just want to go drive. Not like, now. Like, I don't know if that's, like, but linked like night, to something. Like, in my life, am I going to, like, move into that house? Is someone I know going to live in that house? So, I'm it's, gonna be it's somewhere there? inside of that region? Yeah, but I'm outside <clears throat> of that house. So, that's the reason I recognize it. Because that's the point that I'm standing is by the road and I can see the whole thing. Huh. Is that where I die? Like, I don't fucking know. I think we need to go on a drive one day. 
I think maybe we shouldn't put her out there just in case she does die. It's making me shake. Like, my, my spine is kind of shaking a little bit. Like, I'm getting anxiety about this. Well, that's mine. I haven't had it in a while, so maybe my fate changed and I'm not going to die that way. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> so, mine is very different than any dream I've heard so far. So, when I was a kid, I sleptwalked, like, often. You didn't crip walk? No. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> You I just, sleptwalked. You just do that now. <clears throat> um, sleepwalked. Sleepwalked? Sleepwalked. Sleepwalked. I don't know. You I walked while I slept. Um, but no, so I had this recurring dream multiple times, and I think the first time it happened was probably the worst time, but it was when I was, I don't know, somewhere in the ballpark of nine, ten years old, and... uh I remember being asleep and I felt like I sat up in my bed. And I, the weird part about when I would sleepwalk as a kid was that I, I had my conscious about me as well. Mm-hmm. Like I knew where I was and I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know that I was asleep. And so, but one night I woke up and I sat up in bed and I just had this weird feeling like there was something in my room with me. And so I looked up and in the corner of my bedroom, which was, I had a pretty big bedroom in our, in our house, our first house in Richmond. Um, so the corner was probably, I don't know, somewhere in the ballpark of like 15 and 20 feet away from me. Mm -hmm. And there was my baseball hat and uniform that I had just gotten that I hadn't worn yet. So I guess it didn't look familiar to me inside of my asleep state. But I looked up into the corner and I saw this probably somewhere between seven and ten foot tall shadow figure standing in the corner holding my baseball uniform. And just kind of like it felt like it was slowly making its way towards me and making its way towards me. And like it felt like the shadow was stretching across around the, the walls to where it was like. Like engulfing me, yeah, into the shadow, and so I just remember pointing in the corner and saying, "Leave me alone, leave me alone." And this is as as a child, so of course, like I don't know, I'm sleep sleep. I guess at that point, I'm yeah. I I I didn't know at this point that I was still asleep, and so I'm yelling at the corner, pointing at the corner, saying, "Leave me alone, leave me alone!" Literally crying my eyes out, and. The next thing I remember is my parents basically like having to shake me awake on my bed because they were freaking the fuck out. And I was freaking the fuck out and I was crying my eyes out as a, as a child. And as soon as I like woke up and realized that I was awake, the lights were on. There was no more shadow figure in the corner. My nose started bleeding profusely like blood everywhere. Wow. You don't have like a brain tumor or anything, do you? I don't think so. That was the first time you had it? That was the first time I had that dream, and I had that dream probably like somewhere in the ballpark of 20 more times, and I never told my parents about it. Did your nose bleed every time? Yes. Did you ever ever start maybe like getting more um, courage on it? Like as you grew up and you've had that dream? No. No? It was still the same fear? the. the I have the same fear, different response. Um, Because my response, of course, as a child was to 
cry and just yell and say, leave me alone. Whereas my initial response. So the last time I had that dream was when I was 20, I think either 19 or 20 years old. And I was inside of a, a room that I was staying in. And I remember waking up, but it the last time I had it, it was different. It was a lot different because I actually like recognized that I was still sleeping. And so I think maybe like my brain was more developed or, or I don't really know, but I was just more conscious of the fact that I was actually still asleep. But I remember seeing the same shadow figure and just having that fear overwhelm me, but not being able to move or say or do anything. Like I was stuck. I felt like I was in a, what do they call it when you're, like out of body experience while you're sleeping. Lucid dreaming. Lucid yeah. dreaming. I felt like I was lucid dreaming. For it's that. It's also one. sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um and I and that's exactly what it was. Which but then happens from night terrors. But then the next thing I remember was actually waking up and being like, I fucking knew I was asleep. And so I rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> Stupid First fucking shadow. You, did you get a nosebleed that time? I did not. Hmm. I did not. Um the only other thing I can remember from like dreams or anything, and this isn't even really a dream. It's more of just a sleep experience. Um, when I was younger than that, younger than the first time I had that dream, um, I remember sleeping. So we stayed at my grandparents' house in a three-story townhome. And um, it was me, my aunt, and my cousin who all stayed in the room together. And um, so they slept on the bed and I slept on the floor. And then – Poor Garrett. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, it was, it was normal sleeping bag. It, it was yeah. cushiony and whatever. We were all camping out. It is what it is. I wanted to sleep in the room with my cousin just because. That's what kids do. Go yeah. ahead. But anyway. anyways, um, I don't remember any part of it except for the part where they woke me up. But basically what happened while I was sleeping, apparently I stood up, moved to the side of the bed where my cousin was sleeping and stood there. And my aunt woke up and rolled over and was like, Garrett, what are you doing? And I didn't answer. And then my cousin woke up. I scared the shit out of it. <laughs> okay. Still just standing there. Asleep. Still not responding. Asleep. Okay. And then I apparently made my way back around the bed and went into the bathroom and stood in the bathroom doorway sideways. Okay. So that like half like of my it. body, half of my body was in the bathroom. Half of my body was in the bedroom. So you're like right? facing the door frame itself. I yeah, I was facing the door frame itself. And I took my left hand and just started beating the wall on the bathroom side. And my aunt said, Garrett, what are you doing? And apparently I turned and looked at her and said, looking for the light switch. And shooting the fuck yeah. out of the wall. And my cousin at this point is freaking the fuck out. I would punch you right in the fucking <laughs> teeth, dog. If I seen you doing that, I'm like, you know, oh yeah, game time, son. You my cousin was my cousin was freaking the fuck out, and basically, like, that's when I woke up, and like, I woke up into a fucking chaotic state of just craziness. Where my cousin was crying his eyeballs out. My aunt was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, sup? 
Like, just good gotta, morning. I just had to take a piss. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's not even the only time that I like woke up beating a fucking wall. We had an apartment when we had hard times in Richmond, and I the only part of the story that I that I remember of this one was I remember waking up. So I was asleep. Somehow I made my way into my closet. I had a walk-in closet in our apartment, and from on the back end of my closet. Apparently, I was just beating the shit out of the wall saying, screaming, let me out. And that was it. Jesus. You're scary as fuck. Do you? Huh? I still sleepwalk. <clears throat> I was going to ask, do you still sleepwalk? I still sleepwalk. So help me God, if you start fucking sleepwalking <laughs> at the bachelor party, I'm going to beat you over the head. Uh, fuck that, dude. If you start trip? sleepwalking camping, I'm fucking you up. <laughs> He's going to unzip the tent. he be like, Garrett, what are you doing? Just staring at you. And I'm going to be like. All right, bet. You finna wake the fuck up, son. Chris is gonna wake up because I'm gonna be hysterically crying I'm gonna so be loud. Baptizing you in the fucking river like, you wake up, buddy, pull you back up. Still love so it happens. Comes- it happens far, far more infrequently. I used to sleepwalk almost every time that I yeah. would sleep. Well, it's gonna be hard to sleepwalk when you my parents, kneecaps. That's my mom like. has told me several stories about how she's woken up and I'm just standing next to her bed. Jesus Christ. That's. Fucking oh, no stuff. idea how long I've been there. No idea when I got there, why I'm there at all. Just fucking casually walks me back to bed and goes what back to sleep. if you think sleep? it's a wall and you start beating the fuck out of her? And you're like, let me out. And she's like, I already did. <laughs> Look how deep you're going to give birth to your 10 months. I, I mean, basically the doctor told my parents that I had an overactive brain and that my body would be so physically tired that I would go to sleep, but my brain was so active still that my brain would keep my body awake, even past the state of consciousness. All right. Well, Abby, I don't, I don't returning know about you that. and getting a new one. Abby's like, I fucking stayed the night at your house. <clears throat> it's the standing one time, and I'm afraid to ever do it it's again. It's the standing beside the bed that freaks me the fuck out. Because if I was like, okay, last time I slept at your house, I was drunk as fuck when I fell asleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if I was like. Not in an okay state of mind, and I wake up and there's like a six foot something man standing next to the fucking bed. I would immediately think blue lemur people. I would immediately think like I don't even know I'm gonna die. Like <laughs> if I ever woke up and you were doing that, Garrett, I'm telling you right now as a friend. If I ever woke up and you were just fucking standing there and I called your name and you didn't do anything <laughs> or you just fucking turned and looked at me. <laughs> I would immediately start beating your ass. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you gotta wake the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I used to sleepwalk a lot. I, uh, I've woken up in some fucking crazy places just like <clears throat> because I sleptwalked to that, to that spot and apparently went back to sleep. So I got a couple more dreams for you. All right. If y'all are ready. I was going to say, can I go over my reoccurring dream real quick? Yeah, can go you ahead. do that? All right. So. I don't know about sleepwalking. I mean, I have been told that I've gotten up in the middle of the night, still been asleep, just stood the fuck up, got out to bed, stood up, and then immediately got back into bed. Like, fucking five or ten seconds and immediately got back into bed. It happened (laughs) 95% of the time, though, it was when I was younger. Yep. So we would stay at my grandma's house, and it would be either me in one bed, my cousin Randolph in another bed in the same room, and my brother in a bed in the back or the couch up front or some variation of that well i don't know when or how 
<clears throat> or why, but it feels like it happened almost every time we stood there. Huh. Between the ages of, I don't know, probably seven and 12, I had to guess. Uh, my cousin Randolph was the one that told me about it. I would get up. Just, it'd be like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. I would just get up, not make any noises. Get up, stand on the bed, which is elevated. It's like two foot off the ground. Just stand on the bed and then just turn around like a dog would and lay back down. <laughs> he said he doesn't know why. I never like did anything scary or act like I was in trouble That's or scary. anything. But you never smacked walls? No. I never I just yeah, it's like what the fuck? Got up like no blank look on my face or anything. He said my eyes never opened. I just stood up, turned around and, and laid back down. Like, what the hell? And he said he tried talking to me one time and it, it I didn't do anything. I just sat there and went back to sleep. But my reoccurring dream has happened Ever since I can remember, really. Uh, and the last time it happened was when we went camping last year, I believe. Oh, my. Um, she was like, I was there? <laughs> Fuck. So, she actually woke me up. So, what happens is... Okay. Leading up to it in the dream is always different. It's always a different scenario. You know, mostly it's me just doing something or hanging out with people. And then we always have the same idea of we're going to go check out an old abandoned building. Same building. I can't tell you where it is. I can't remember what it looks like. But there's like gray spray paint over the doors. And it's always obviously at nighttime. So we have a flashlight or we have flashlights. And nobody else will go in. And I'm like, I'll go in. I don't know who's with me. Like I can't remember who's with me. But I open the doors and I go in there. Well, after that point, it still feels like they're with me, but they're not. Like, I don't see them. Their flashlights aren't on, but I can, like, hear them talking. Like, you know, you hear voices in your head, but you can't really see anything. It's pretty much how that is. And I have my flashlight, and I go through another doorway. It's just a doorway. There's no door or anything. And all of a sudden, I just feel like I'm tight against a wall. Like, can't move my arms, can't move my feet, just can see. And I feel like I'm speaking, but I don't hear any words coming out. All I hear is the voices around me like, hey, what's going on? What's happening? And then all of a sudden I look and it's like a projector hitting a wall, like a movie screen. And then everything just starts getting smaller around me. Like you can feel everything tightening in around me. And it's like just a figure comes out of the wall and doesn't touch me, doesn't do anything like that, but just sits there and looks at me. Why? Just why do we have the same shadow figure in our dreams? Are just, we actually related? I have no idea, but no, it just watches me. Like I've had this. I think the first time I ever had this dream, I was like fucking five years old. You brought that shit into our tent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. I think the first time I had this dream, I was like five years old. But no, it just it just watches me. Like it's not sitting in a chair. It just feels like it's coming halfway out of a wall and just sits there and looks at me. Fuck you mean tent, Abby. Y'all about to buy a house. <clears throat> Welcome to Ghostland. <laughs> like, I don't see eyeballs or anything. It's just like a figure comes out the wall and just sits there and looks at me. And every time I wake up, I'm hyperventilating, obviously, but it's like, I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I have this just like I'm in a panic attack. Yep. Like I wake up, 
my chest is tight, my whole body's tight, I feel cold, and I'm like, I can't that. catch my breath or anything. And I'm like, okay. And then it'll go away for a little while. Like, I think the last time I had it before then, I was like 17. So yeah, we're talking I, five I got years <laughs> difference in between the two. Yeah, I feel like the only dreams that I remember of my own are the bad dreams. I don't feel like I remember any good dream, not a one. Well, I got a, I got a good dream for you. All right, cool. It's, it's very funny. It'd be a nice way to finish. Yeah, it is. Good. It is. So Daniel and I were at his uncle's house hanging out when I looked down and see a porcupine the size of a medium dog walking by. I asked Daniel, who is that? He said, who is? <laughs> he said, oh, that's Quill. Quill walks up to me making weird hiss and clicking noises. So it was like... I reached, <laughs> disclaimer, have no idea what an actual porcupine sounds like. No. <laughs> I reach down to pet him, and he walks away. He comes back again, so I put my left finger in his mouth sideways and shake it up and down. Quill bites me and won't let go. Daniel gets up, grabs Quill, and starts pulling him as my finger is still in his mouth. Quill finally lets go. Daniel sits him back on the ground, and he just walks away. What the fuck type of a dream? Fuck it. Who knows? That that goes to show you how redneck that fucking shit was. Playing Sonic the Hedgehog or something? Yeah, no, it's a porcupine, not a hedgehog. I don't know, man. I got With it. the name Quill, might I add. Real fucking original. Playing Pokemon? Nah, dog. No. Palava? Nah, maybe. Yeah, uh, that big was Pokemon on, fan here, dog. Okay. That was on, I actually wrote the date down on that one. That one was January 14th of this year. Oh, that's recent. That was the day before yeah. Daniel's birthday. Oh my god, you're thinking about me on my birthday. Well, I had I had two. <laughs> I had actually two from that night. That was my second one. Oh, so I gave you a twofer? Well, the first one, um, I went to a play with a girl. While we were waiting for the play to start, her and I were talking. I never saw her face, but she was wearing a light blue plaid shirt and had dirty blonde hair. She straddles me and we start making out. I, turned so you crazy. didn't see her face? No. But you're making But it was like, it was dark. Like, we were in the theater. Okay. Yeah. Um, I whisper in her ear, let's save some of this for later. She says, okay. And I look up on stage to see people from fucking high school dancing. <laughs> like high school musical? No, like people from our high school dancing. Don't. Did you, did you ever figure out who the girl was? No. Was it Garrett? No. Are you sure? You do have dirty Not do sure. You, do you remember what the kissing was like? Um, was it lispy? It was good. No. Was it anything like kissing Garrett? No. I've been told. Fuzz. I've been told that I'm a pretty good kisser. I don't know. There was definitely no beard there. So you know what? Y'all do some research after this. I don't want to hear about it, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> There's only one way you can tell if it was Garrett or not in the dream, and that's obviously you have to kiss Garrett. <sighs> Just kiss. I was going to say you Good can thing. research D's, but I already did that earlier yeah. today. Well, I'm very proud of your research. It was very nice. Yeah, I sent you my results. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, I hope everyone has a great time trying to go to sleep tonight, thinking about <laughs> fucking shadow people and banging against the wall. I can't wait for our paranormal episodes. And the blue lemur oh, people, think about them when you're going to sleep. Try to think about the fucking blue lemur people. And their knobby knees. And, their and knobby if you're knees. listening to this on a drive at nighttime, just look around. Maybe. Okay. 
Turn, turn the Don't radio look around down. too much. Don't wreck your car. Turn yeah, the just ra- think about... Turn the radio down. And just chillax. Unless your car makes fucked up noises, then turn the radio way up. <laughs> you know what? Blast our podcast. You know what? Chillax. Fuck it. Turn the radio all the way down. Turn the headlights off. And just... <laughs> This one. Actually, you know what? Park in a field. Garrett said, be careful. And then he's like, actually. (laughs) Just park in a field and watch and tell us what happens. Oh, we'll get into that in the next episode or into a future episode. So, well, guys, I really hope you all enjoyed this uh, episode of us talking about very spooky things. Like I said before, hold on to your dookie because it's going to get spooky. Shout out DiMaggio. Shout out John DiMaggio again. Uh, if you haven't already know yet, we do have a Facebook page. It is the Dirty Dirty Show. We also have an email where you can send us uh, ideas that you think we should talk about. It's called the Dirty Dirty Show at gmail.com. Well, if anybody doesn't have anything else to say, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. All right, catch you later. <laughs>